Welcome to episode 16 of Better Call Paul. Okay, so it's Monday the 5th of August. Um, I'm just on my way into the airport to pick up my, my son and daughter after their gallivanting around Prague. Uh, well, first of all, actually, I'll say what happened yesterday. Uh, yesterday, yeah, me and me and Suzanne went to see Yesterday, yesterday, uh, which was bizarre, because I remember saying to somebody on Saturday, we're going to see Yesterday tomorrow, and it got very confusing, but now we went to see Yesterday, yesterday. Um, uh, I'm gonna carry on before my brain implodes. Um, yeah, great film, loved it. Um, and I think it pretty much sums up oh, just about everything that um, this podcast is really about, is that happiness is... Success, sorry. Success is is, is about happiness. It's you, Money isn't everything. Um, being famous is definitely not everything. Um, yeah, just being happy. Anyway, moving on. Um, yeah, so just this is a quick intro because the next clip that you will hear is going to be um, this evening. I will be having uh, hosting a bit of a Skype call with, um, well, certainly Theo. Um, not sure whether or not Nienna is going to take part because she doesn't like the whole podcast thing, um, doing that and stuff. Um, she might do though because. We're going to get a few other people on, hopefully, from tour. Certainly my mum um, on Skype and maybe one or two others. Just to basically tell us everything they did. And um, I'm going to just make it an informal conversation so there's no kind of, ooh, we're recording a podcast type thing. So basically, we're just going to have a chat about what they did. They're going to tell me all about it. And you guys are going to eavesdrop. So enjoy hearing about their choir tour to Prague. Okay, so I lied, not intentionally, but um, we did we did hold a Skype conversation with a load of the people that have been on the uh, Prague tour, um, but it was so chaotic and there was lots of um, young children basically just kind of waving fluffy toys in the camera at each other, and it wasn't it wasn't podcast worthy. So I am going to do an interview with Theo. Um, later on in the episode um we'll record it after we've done our podcast on sunday um this is tuesday evening right now uh the whatever it is of the whatever it is it's august it's the 6th i'm on my way back from uh one voice my choir and uh it's been an interesting evening because my daughter for the first time after after having come along to the uh, gone along to the choir tour in prague with my mother has decided she suddenly wants to join my choir. So um, it's getting bigger and bigger and the room's getting a little bit packed. So that's good. Um, we're working towards, we've got a like a 30 to 40 minute slot in a shopping center in Aberdeen, two weeks on Saturday. Um, there's, a, a, there's a lot of cultural festivals in Aberdeen actually um, at different times of the year. There's one every uh, sort of late summer called Celebrate Aberdeen, where basically they have performance spaces um, all around the town. Um, they have like 
I'm not, I'm not quite sure if it's around the same time, but there's an international youth music festival goes on as well. It's a very artistic place. Um, so yeah, we've got a 30, 40 minute slot in a shopping centre uh, on a Saturday afternoon in a couple of weeks. So we're working towards that. Finished off the Alton John medley. Hopefully I'll maybe get a recording of some of that on at some point, but it still needs a bit of work. So um, anyway, that's me absolutely fucking knackered now because I, I went for over an hour before we had the break and, uh, and I shouldn't have because I started making mistakes and eventually just gave up. I didn't have a bottle of water with me either, which was a bad mistake. So uh, yeah, I come out of that, I come out of that all hyped up and energetic and it takes me the uh, three quarters of an hour journey home to come back down to earth and uh, you know, in, in time to just like sort of chill when I get home and, and just watch a Netflix program so that I can, I can stand a chance of sleeping. So uh, yeah, uh, so Thursday is my next thing. Um, with Crossfire, a rehearsal for another gig that I've got with them on Saturday. Um, we're doing a whole load of new tunes that we've not done before, and surprise, surprise, I haven't done the keyboard parts for them yet, so I'm gonna spend quite a while tomorrow, if I can keep myself out of the loft, because we've nearly got that sorted out now, um, doing programming. Some of, some of which I'm really excited about is Comfortably Numb by Pink Floyd big fuck off orchestra parts I've got them um, written down I've got the sheet music for the for the parts so I've just got to program them now and uh, yeah but I'm, I'm really looking forward to that um, so I'll maybe speak to you on Thursday but if not I'll catch up with you on Saturday yeah, it's all the same to you isn't it it's all one episode so I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about really uh, shut up Paul Thursday the 8th of August, I'm just on my way into uh, another Crossfire rehearsal because we've got a gig on Saturday, which I've found out is going to have an awesome wood-smoked barbecue present, which is good news. We've got another, another gig confirmed for the beginning of next month with them, so that's all good. I spent the last day and a half solid um, catching up on programming for them, which was fun. Comfortably numb by Pink Floyd, full orchestra, now programmed etc etc I'm running a bit late as as usual um, just because you know when you think it's a good idea to go yeah I'll just pop by the post office and pick up some prescriptions from the chemist and get some milk from the co-op and then nip it back home and get myself a coffee when really you should be setting off straight away uh, and then the chemists take ages to you know what it's like um, anyway we had a little bit of Disappointing news, but I totally understand today. The, the wedding band, The Limit, um, the bassist has decided that um, he's gonna hang up his bass at the end of the year after our Hogmanay gig. Um, his kids are kind of grown up now and they're going their separate ways. And he's, uh, so he's decided he's, he's gonna go back into full-time work, which is kind of, is in the caring, in the care sector, so. A lot of it will be weekend work, which won't fit with weddings and stuff. So, I mean, it'll be good for him because he does he does um, suffer a bit with anxiety. So, you know, the, I understand why it's good for him, but it does mean that we've basically got what is it about five five months to five or six months to get a new bassist, which I think 
will be a it will be fairly uh, doable because um, I don't know there seem to be a shortage of keyboard players around here. Obviously, good front uh, front people are are um, difficult. But there's plenty of people that want to sing, but whether or not they're good is a different matter. Especially if it, for weddings and can can call dances and stuff like that. So, um, but that'll be fine. Anyway, yeah, uh, not much else to say except. I should have thought before I said exception though. Bye. But yeah, I did think, well, I didn't think in time, obviously, but I've been thinking, uh, yeah, last episode I mentioned about um, preparing my top 12, um, top 12 albums for the podcast, that, the Roundtable podcast that the Outer Diet Network we're going to be doing. Um, it didn't actually happen, which is why if you've been looking for it, you can't find it. It is going to happen at some point, but um, various things got in the way. People had other things come up and, and weren't able to do it. So it was going to end up being about three of us with reading out lists from other people. So that is going to come along, but uh, I, I will let you know. Hopefully we'll be doing that towards the end of August, but I'll let you know when it comes up. Twenty-five to six on Saturday, the tenth of August, and I am just heading out to meet up with, uh, well, for like a pre-gig feed over at uh, Old Meldrum for our first sort of full kind of length gig, I suppose, since we got back together as a five-piece. So um, yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, meeting up with the bassist beforehand, we're, we're having, we're trying out, uh, there's a new food thing over there called Meat Monsters, which does have, actually have a vegetarian and vegan uh, section on their menu. Um, so it's not all meat, but I'm, I'm a carnivore, so I shall be tucking into something delicious. Um, it's sort of high-end sort of steak and burgers, and basically it's a wood-smoked barbecue type thing. Um, but they deliver to the pub that uh, that we're playing at tonight, which is called Tollbooth. We'll see what the um, signal reception is like, and if possible, I will try and stream this evening. Uh, if I have managed it, you will find it on my Facebook page at the Orbiter. And yeah, yeah, I've actually set up a bit early because uh, I, this seems to be turning into a bit of a habit that I'd, I'd seem to turn up to Crossfire gigs with a hangover. I was <laughs> up late last night drinking with uh, Firebolt Theo. Um, I was actually washing up at half past four this morning. God knows why. But uh, it seemed like a fun idea at the time. And I'm knackered, so... Um, and my granddaughter's over for the, for the night, staying over for the night, so there's not much peace or space at home. So I've set up a bit early so I can find a lay-by to have a bit of a kip before heading off to do some of that music stuff in a bit of a different setting from what I is used to. Uh, looking forward to it. Oh yeah, and then tomorrow we'll be recording journalism for Breaking Bollocks podcast. Go and have a listen to Breaking Bollocks if you don't already. Um, and I'm going to do uh, an interview with Theo as well about his Prague trip, so that'll be tomorrow. But you, you'll get a couple of uh, a couple of seg segments before that, hopefully. If I don't get 
reception, I'll try and do a bit of recording tonight and, and you'll hopefully hear a bit of crossfire coming up. Oh, it just goes to show how groggy I am. I found that I got in the lay-by, I was uh, intending on having a kip in um, and I was going to set my alarm so that I've got time to get to Old Meldrum. The toll booth's not in Old Meldrum, it's in a place called Ellen, which is about an extra 20 minutes drive from Old Meldrum. I don't know why I thought it was in Old Meldrum, I knew it was Ellen, but I'm just half asleep today. So um, yeah, I've got a coffee with me, wake myself up and then I'll get nearer before I have a kip. Uh, make sure I go to the right place this time.
was loud. Okay, so it is Sunday the 11th of August and I am sat here um, a little bit, little bit beery because uh, Firebot and I have just recorded... Pished. <laughs> we have just recorded episode 41 of our Breaking Bollocks podcast. Go ahead and have a listen. Um, and I promised you an interview about his trip to Prague. And with this being a musician's diary, it's his first big music tour, wasn't it? Really? Yeah, I guess. So, really... I, mean, um, I wasn't um, doing music myself, but I, I was part of it. Cool. So, it was run by Nan, my mother, who I have been on several tours with in my misspent youth. Mm. What did you expect before you went? What did I expect? And did you get what you expected? Um, not, not quite sure what I expected. I, I expected a bit more time... Uh, to the in Prague, I thought we were just doing one concert, but we actually did three. Yeah, which kind of did makes... you not look at the itinerary beforehand? No, <laughs> it kind of makes sense in hindsight that you wouldn't just go to another country to just do one concert. But, but um, I mean, that might not seem like a huge amount of concerts. But how long were you there? Like from when you arrived until when you left? Uh, let's see. We left on Saturday. We arrived. On the Sunday, but on the Sunday we didn't really do anything. Like I just collapsed into the bed. So let uh, let's take it from the beginning. Then we went for dinner. So I took you to, and then um, we went back. Basically, you were Saturday. in. Yeah, yeah, we were there for about a week. Yeah. Well, it was five days just maximum, under, really. Wasn't just it? under a week. You only had one full day spare while you were there, basically. Um. Because you yeah. had three concerts. Well, not technically, because um, the River Cruise was kind of mandatory, but that was fun. Yeah, anyway. I mean, I kind of include that in yeah. free. Um, so basically, um, I can't remember the date, but I took you to Aberdeen Airport on Wednesday with your sister, uh, who is, is not really a podcaster, so she's going to defer to you on information. But It's weird, she's a singer, but she's quite shy. So uh, you flew down to Luton Airport where you were met by... Uh, Nan and Rob, who might be listening because he's asked me about uh, our podcasting. On Yo, Rob, how's it going, dude? I've just made him a friend on Facebook. Am I going to regret this? Maybe. He's less annoying online. <laughs> who, so, by the way, um, this is slightly embarrassing. He did um, pick us up at some point... Uh, I think, was it Turkey or Tenerife? Tenerife, I think. This yeah. was uh, a few years back. But he was less, um, I Quite guess, reserved. boisterous. Well, not reserved, but yeah, he didn't really know us, did he? No. Um, it, it didn't take him long to get um, to get to know us. So you flew down there on the Wednesday and you weren't um, leaving? I honestly, when I first saw Nan talking to him, because he's a firefighter, right? So he was sort of he had like a polo shirt to do with that. I thought he was part of airport staff, and I was all oh, right. Like, why is Nan talking to airport staff? It's kind of weird. <laughs> but um, then then I like alert. Oh, he's taking us home. <laughs> so I I took you there on the Wednesday. Do you remember the Thursday? The next day. The third. Oh, that was the hottest day in the UK. This. Ever, it was ever. It, I'm not sure if it broke that record, but it, it was did. it was 
Did it? I think. I know it was. I know it was within a degree of it at least, but but I know it was thirty-eight degrees where you were. Yeah, that was. Which was. I was inside all day, so. Yeah. Um, Yena also, my sister, uh, went to a rehearsal that day, so that must. Have In been the evening, yeah. Nightmares. Yeah, and that was still still really hot at night, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, oh, that wasn't. Um, so, did you stay at Nan's while they went to the rehearsal then? Yeah, I was just like on the laptop and right. I think I was actually playing Euro Truck Simulator and I did a trip to Prague, which is kind of it. As you do. Yeah. Um, so then the Friday happened, which I believe did you go to uh, go to the cinema and visit the Rushton Lakes complex? Yes. Um, so we went to see Horrible Histories in the afternoon. They, oh, was that that day? Yeah. Did, oh, right, I didn't They'd know. went shopping at Primark, which I'd thankfully avoided mm. uh, earlier. You're not a big shopper, are you? No, I I just get really bored. Um, and then later we went to Horrible Histories. We went to TGI Fridays, I think. Nice. Not that it was particularly important. We also went to my favourite heavenly desserts I have to try that place out I've heard so much about it from different it's people it's got 50 pages of desserts 50 pages yeah it's, oh. it's got cookie dough profiteroles cookie waffles dough. cookie dough does my crepes that pancakes, rings my bell all the desserts and the Loads evening ice cream. we went to a rocket man sing-along which I expected to be kind of sort of down in the dumps and sort of hiding my head but I was actually probably singing one of the loudest was it there. quite lively were people singing a lot I only heard Nienna because you can't really hear a lot from different people but because uh, I know when I was at the cinema we had a Mamma Mia sing along um, and there, there were quite a few of these and and um, we we actually had a load of glow sticks and stuff that we were giving yeah. out trying to encourage people to party basically you know like at a stadium there's thousands of people and from the stage you can probably just hear it if yeah. you really get a sing-along going Yeah. so in a cinema it's not as easy to hear although it's a smaller space right mm. but I, I could hear Nienna singing I could hear like a couple of people across the and I could see a couple of people did it feel weird or was it was it good like was it were you I've got a feeling that I felt a little it... bit self-conscious, but towards the end, I was just like, oh, "I'm just gonna enjoy myself." Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I feel like that sort of thing. I would probably need a beer or two to, and, and that's probably more a reflection on me, though. I, I just sort of from the start of it was just like, go for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, there were a few musical moments though where there was singing but they didn't have the lyrics along because it wasn't like a musical number as such right one of the weird ones of that though uh, you know it was like a musical number was um, Pinball Wizard alright okay they didn't have any lyrics at the bottom of the screen for that which I found a bit weird but that's like strange that. I wonder whether that's anything to do with copyright because that's um, that's by the Who isn't it um, originally I think it was written by someone else but yeah it was most famously done by The Who I think alright I'll have to look that up because I thought yeah, I think you looked it I know he it sang up. it in Tommy didn't he yeah um, anyway let's move on to the Saturday what did you do on the Saturday because originally I thought you were leaving on the Saturday but I was mistaken you didn't leave till the Sunday did you no I thought we'd left on the Saturday no it was Sunday afternoon you left okay I don't know then about 2.30ish um, something like that I guess we just stayed at home then yeah 
So, this came to Saturday afternoon, uh, Sunday afternoon. You left. Yeah. Um, on a. On a coach, um, for about twenty-three hours, including the ferry. Yeah. Ferry um, was Dover to Calais. Yeah. And then I'd, I'd, my so, geography shit. I thought you were going to be driving through France or Switzerland, but you were only in France a short while, weren't you? Uh, yeah. We d- didn't go through Switzerland at no, all. No, no. We I, went I actually, looked it up on a map and I was completely We went through mistaken. Belgium and Luxembourg, though. Oh, you went through Luxembourg as well? I knew you'd been through Belgium. We didn't stop off any time in Belgium. and. I've accidentally been to Belgium. Apparently, um, Nan just slept through the entirety of Belgium. I was keeping a track of it on Google Maps because you don't apparently need Wi-Fi to operate Google Maps. No, it's, it'll download it a lot to your phone and then it'll be... Um, yeah. Sat nav. Uh, like you need Wi Fi to GPS. zoom in, but um Yeah. And you need Wi Fi to start you off, but beyond yeah. that. No, we ended up coming back from a, a Spanish tour one year, we ended up in Belgium by accident because the coach driver took a wrong turn. Uh-huh. Fortunately they take they took French francs at the time. Um uh, I'll get on to it when we get to the yeah. Prague bit. Um but th- there were some interesting moments on that coach. Um Okay. I'll I'll say the toilet wasn't great and I had at least two incidents where I'm ashamed to talk about, so... Are you going to, though? Go for it. Right, on the way there, I haven't told anyone about the second incident. Did you try and have a wank in the, in the toilet? No, fuck off. <laughs> um, on the way there, I was midway through a shit and realised that they didn't have any toilet paper. When you say midway, are we talking... Like, you know when you get the shits where, you, like, there's one half of the shit and you've already shat that and you know there's another shit. <laughs> so it wasn't like half out and you just suddenly no, realised the paper so it was a clench and it wasn't it like off. the touching cloth. It was like a turtle head. Um so I realised, oh shit. Literally. <laughs> so I ended up because I didn't want to have um skid marks. What did you do? Did you use your hand? There was some relatively clean pieces of toilet paper in a bin not sure what else that was for oh dear that I took out and then was just like oh shit I've just got to deal with it that way I guess somebody could literally have wiped their anything with that I don't it, it looked clean to me they probably just dried their hands on it or something but yeah so I was just like well better that than having shit in my pants <laughs> I can't really do anything about it now <laughs> On the way back, um, now, this is a slightly weird thing to admit, but I'm not really accustomed to having stand-up wheeze. I just don't really... Uh, to be honest with you, on a coach, it's probably, I mean... On a I'm, coach, I'm, yeah, but just in I'm general, the, I'm not. I'm the same on planes and trains as well, I'd be like, although it's difficult, because if there's any movement, it's... You don't want to be like sort of suddenly firing off to the left or whatever. For some reason, <laughs> I decided that I'd have a stand-up week this time. And then I realised that I was slightly pinching it too hard, and half of it ran down my trouser leg. Uh, oh, that's nice. Unfortunately, it was late at night, so I just sort of very quickly got back to my seat because I was near the toilet. No one saw that there was a massive stain down my leg. <laughs> And just That's just not where I thought the interview was going to go. And I just but... hope nobody smelled it and just waited until morning till it dried. Okay. That's nice. I did have a shower when I got back, so that's good. But okay. it's just that sort of moment when you realise there's piss halfway down my leg. 
what do I do now? Okay, then. So you got to Prague. <laughs> yeah, that was on the way back, the piss yeah. incident. Yeah. So so Monday afternoon, you got to Prague, approximately 24 hours after leaving. Yeah. Very Which tired. Time? Yeah. Uh, had a quick shower because I'd been on a coach all day. Yeah. Um, yeah, presumably you, you had a, a brief oh, look at the hotel there was another interesting it wasn't quite as embarrassing was, um, oh yeah th- this is is this the German breakfast because yeah, I, I got an A on my German exam but also um, just because <laughs> well, yeah. I've been learning this I was on the other podcast he got seven A's in his exams yeah um, moment of pride unfortunately that doesn't really translate to the real world quite well I did manage to order the right things I just mm. I think there was some confusion because um, I ordered... Did you say uh, dry instead of spy? No, I said spy uh, for a start, which... Uh, and and it, I think might be croissant. I would think croissant would just be the same word, but that was what they called their croissant that you could pick, like uh, something to go along with it that you could spread yourself. Meow. Um, I think croissant starts just breakfast, to be honest. Oh, no, that's for stuck. Um, anyway, <laughs> I'd said uh, Zvi first start for two croissants because Nienna wanted uh, like a cooked breakfast and me and Ma- Nan wanted um, croissants. Mm-hmm. So I'd said that and then I asked for the cooked breakfast and then I asked for the drinks and he said together. So he must have just at some point thought oh, the free drinks would be together with the croissants. Right. So went, oh, that, that might have made a mistake. Let's go for the free croissants instead. Yeah. So I ended up with an extra croissant and I had to just ask for an extra one for myself, wouldn't tell her, because um, not sure if Neil likes croissants. <laughs> anyway, also ended up accidentally ordering an extra cappuccino. I think, or um, milked cafe, which is um, so that's not quite disastrous coffee. as the the shit or the piss incidents. No, an extra coffee and an extra croissant is probably less inconvenient than well, shit in your. Man's friend um, Carl had the other coffee, and I just had an extra croissant, which to be honest wasn't too bad because it means I didn't have to have lunch. Okay, so you arrived at the hotel knackered. Did you get? Yes. Did you notice much of Prague on your way in? Uh, th- I didn't take any photos, but it was. I tried to play. I tried to play songs based around um, Prague, or Bohemia at least. So yeah. I played Bohemian Rhapsody in Bohemia. Right. I played um, Prague by Muse, which is a lesser oh, yeah. known yeah, song yeah, by them. Yeah, yeah. And I also played um, a composition about the river in Prague. Right. Uh, I think it's called Marvlast. Oh yeah, yeah. By yeah. Um, Bedrich Smetana. Yeah. Did you not play that one? Or was yeah. It, yeah. I did. Well, the reason I had it on my playlist was because I played it at um, AYO. Yeah, Aberdeen Youth Orchestra. Yes. So, what did you think of the hotel? It was. Uh, what hotel was it for a start? Hotel Duo. Mhm. It was pretty good. It looked kind of fancy from my perspective, but I'm kind of a bit. Um, I'm not particularly fussy with that sort of thing. Yeah. Although I didn't go myself um, from someone else on the tour who seemed to want to party a bit, but most of the people there were dads or underage, so uh, they didn't really get a chance to do it with other people. The casino there 
wasn't particularly good. Right, okay. Mm. Um, the bar staff were kind of alright, I guess, and the rooms were pretty good. Cool. So this was the Monday. Now, your first concert would have been the, the Tuesday, wasn't it? Yes, this was in... So what happened in the day on the Tuesday? Did you get any spare time at all? Uh, we just... We swam. I'm presuming you slept a lot on the Monday night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we went swimming, which... um, It's a thing in the UK, we don't have... um, and I'm not sure if it's anything different, but I've never been in a changing room where nudity's normal. Right. Um. So when I walked into the male changing room... First thing I saw was um, Nan's friend's ass, which was yeah surprising. But yeah, I, I'm not keen on those kind of things. I mean, they were more common in my youth. Um, it's just kind of I don't know. I'm a bit more reserved and British nowadays. Yeah, went swimming and then we went to Pod of Brady, or I think that's how it's pronounced. Right. I, know, I did try to learn a bit of the language, so a couple of people asked me mm. about things to say, common phrases at least. Mm. So that I could at least have an emergency backup. I particularly learned um, Mluvish and Glitsky and a couple of the pronunciations so that I could figure things out. Mluvish and Glitsky means um, do you speak English? And now, j- just because I didn't only really realise this as a result of you going there, but that the country is actually, what is it called, Chechia now, is it? Yeah, I think it's now referred to in most places as Chechia. It's still sort of... A lot of people still refer to it as the Czech Republic, but it's right. kind of like referring to the UK as formally as United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland. Right, OK. Mm-hmm. I think. And is the other half of what used to be Czechoslovakia, is that still called the Slovak Republic? or Slovakia. Slovakia, as far sorry. As, as far as I know, it's always been Slovakia. Yeah, you might be right. I did, yeah, my geography shit. So, you got an A, I got yeah. an E. So there you go. Um, so yeah, the concert. I it didn't do geography though. But what, what were your responsibilities at the concerts? Uh, I was mainly in charge of uh, first of all registering people, and the guy that liked to party a bit was late on a couple of occasions. Right. What was his name? Andrew. He liked to party. Well, he want he wanted to go casino. And you know, all I can see I think is went to strip clubs. All I can see, all I can see is the zebra out of Madagascar now. I'm not sure how much of I should, how much of this I should be saying on a podcast, but whatever. <laughs> um, on his own. Well, there wasn't really anyone else on tour that could or wanted to. So, right, okay. There was one other person that could, but they weren't really the type, so I didn't want to. Okay. And how old is he? 20s I think okay so yeah so what did you do at these concerts then uh, so I was in charge of checking in equipment there was someone else that was in charge of it but um, on the down low just in case you're listening close your ears um, there's Rob no not Rob Rob was actually useful he's good <laughs> he's a handyman I'm sure he'd love to well. know that yeah. he, he's is strong it, when you well. say he's a handyman do you mean he does DIY or he's just Handy. He's hand. Well, he's, he's handsy, handy. and he's handy. He's handsy. <laughs> well, he does this thing when you're crossing your leg, where you just like shake your knee. Yeah, Nina mentioned that. At least it's not just. I think it's just. I think it's anyone then. And he's picked <laughs> up. He picked up Nina quite a few times. <laughs> but she's quite small. <laughs> yeah. 
It's the guy Steve that's older that also had the job of checking equipment, but um, <clears throat> downloads a little bit useless. Download. <laughs> uh, so they just sort of gave him that job to check in um, equipment at the coach whilst right. I checked it in properly. Okay. Because <laughs> he did actually lose it at some point, so it's kind of proven a point. He lost. His uh, sheet that was meant to check things off. <laughs> okay, fair enough. So you, you uh, presumably the the routine generally for yeah. each of the concerts was pretty much the same. But the three you had three very quite different venues, didn't you? Yeah. So the uh, Pod Brady one. This was sort of a mid-sized town, I guess. Right. Um, it is quite, and I think the Czech Republic is generally like this. Um, Czechia. Whatever. Um, <laughs> It's a quite a bit more religious than I'm used to, so there was quite a bit based around the church because I think the first one was a sort of half church, half community centre. Right. And we were worried because I don't think they had like a ticket thing because it wasn't like a main venue mm. uh, that people wouldn't come. So they at first tried to get us, well, tried to get the choir to play all their songs outside and skip chess which quite unusual for a choir they'd basically staged a musical out of it they right. didn't use all the songs but they used uh, quite a bit of it and they mm. had uh, screens that they actually had to cut in half to fit in the coach uh, right. that had the American uh, they had chess boards on them they had uh, props with the American flag and the Soviet flag if you don't know chess is about it if you chess. don't know chess, you you should go and check it out. Yeah, it's on iTunes. Check, like, <laughs> well, check like that, but also check it board. It's uh, it's a musical. The music's um, written by two um, ex members of ABBA. Which Tim, I found. No, no, no. Uh, Bjorn Aldeas like and Benny Anderson. And the lyrics written by Tim Rice, but the story's fantastic. It's, yeah, it's about it's a very good chess musical. tournament and uh, the Cold War. There's a lot, yeah. There's a lot more to it as well. There's a backstory with like a love affair between a Russian and an American, but it was all, yeah, it's all Cold War kind of metaphors going on. Very good. Carry on. Um, yeah, but like they they kind of staged a musical, and they were trying to get them to just ignore that part, which means that. My sister, who is only in chess, mainly because she's a very good dancer, mm. um, but also a pretty good singer. She's she had to pick choir. that up in like some like several days when they'd had eighteen months to do it, yeah. which is incredible. Yeah. And she did. So props did, to her. Did she? Did she manage it pretty much seamlessly? Yeah. yeah. Well, there were, there were several people that were still having difficulty with the choreography even after eighteen months. Really. And she was doing it. She's on the ball. Well. Yeah, agencies take note. Get in touch. Yeah. So I mean, so they did um, a couple of tester songs mm. uh, outside, and then they went inside afterwards to mm. try and draw in a crowd. So that was a bit unexpected. So that was a bit of a surprise. Um, and was there? Because I mean, were you using like a an electric keyboard, piano thing, and speakers? Yeah, we had speakers and... So uh, did you have to shift all the equipment inside then, after that outside bit? Oh, well, you can... They didn't shift any of the equipment outside. They had a stage outside where they just had the choir going up and Nan just went up to the stage and started conducting them. So were they singing a cappella? Yeah. All right, okay. Cool. Um, 
Some of the songs were a cappella anyway, I think. Which means without accompaniment. Yes. Um, it's quite a popular phrase, but it's good to know what it actually means in Italian. Mm-hmm. I don't actually know what the literal translation is. Without instruments, I think. But, but it basically just means that it's only voice. See, we've had this conversation before, I think, in that I tend to, when I'm talking about musical stuff, I tend to think in Italian. Yeah. But well, I know you, I know what Rolando means, means without knowing what the translation is. You know what it means, <laughs> but you don't know what the literal translation is. Yeah, kind of... yeah. If somebody says allegro to me, I know what speed that is. I don't have to translate it. It means it? quickly. Yeah. Although I would have had to when I was taking theory exams. Um, yeah. So how, how was the attendance at that one then? When did did you draw in a crowd? Yeah, we did. Um, good. I, did. I, did, I was on the front row, so it's kind of a bit hard to... It wasn't packed, but, you know, it was... But I did hear the audiences are very appreciative. Yeah, they they are. Um, this was probably the least appreciative venue, but that's because the others were quite appreciative. Um, right. In our second venue, we got a standing event. Well, they got a stand... I Where keep was saying the second we. venue? Uh, second venue was at a... I guess you'd even call it a village called Slappy. <laughs> I really, really wanted to hear you say that. Please carry So on. that was in a proper church, so they had a whole sermon. And they only so it was a did... Slappy church? Yeah. They only did um, They only did the religious songs there, because they had a bunch of songs from musicals, but they only did the religious songs in the church. Oh, right, okay. So they didn't do chess there, then? No. Okay. There wasn't enough space for either... Um, right, because they were like at the altar bit. Okay, they had a whole sermon in Czech as well, I think, but I didn't know what any of it said, so it was just like, eh, I'm just yeah, I bet you were really disappointed you missed out on that. <laughs> they had cushions in the pews though, so I was happy about that. Did Did you feel tempted to go to sleep? I did until the choir came on. I also started this game in rehearsals for that because I realised that I'd be really bored during that. Unfortunately I was towards the back in this gig um, of smiling at someone about my age that's um, like an old family friend mm. like well like staring at them until they smiled right t- to try and get them to like laugh slightly during rehearsals. Were they in on this game? Did they know that you were doing this? Well they did, so it right. kind of worked. Okay. So it didn't just come across as, my God, this guy's being really creepy then. No, I, I know them. <laughs> you think? <laughs> N- known them for like a decade. So, what was your third venue? Well, there's some other information Sorry. about the second venue. Give us more slappy. Well, we were, this was very much delayed because they didn't really account for the fact that our coach was a lot longer than most of the Czech coaches. Oh, right, yeah, I think I've heard of this, yeah. So, Wasn't we couldn't get... disagreement? Yeah, the tour guide and the coach drivers had a bit of a falling out. Was it fun to watch? I, I wasn't there, I just heard of right. it. Because there's loads of weird road laws in Prague about, oh, different vehicles can do, go down this road and it's mm. all, like, one way and stuff. Yeah. So... That's a nightmare to navigate in itself. And also, the restaurant that we were going to was down this dirt track with like deer oh, by the side of it. See, you just couldn't wasn't this get the down. same on the first day? Did you not have your meal organised before the concert? Yeah, all the meals were preset. Because preset I remember menus. looking on the itinerary and it said on the itinerary, 
um, well, the meals the for days. the first and second day without drinks, it specified. But I don't you, think that's what happened, is it? You had to pay for the drinks unless they were tap water, although the, I think there was a little oh, bit right. of a See, when it, when it said without drinks, I thought that was Nan specifying don't go drinking alcohol before a concert. Oh, you weren't meant to drink alcohol before a concert, but um, the guy that liked to party did. And See, I say this to my choir. On they the take low, fuck all notice of me. Let us have a little bit of a sip. <laughs> well. There were a couple of people that just had drinks anyway. Yeah. It was a bit laid back. Um, yeah. I think sometimes just, just one small one can kind of loosen you up and give you a bit more sort of Dutch courage, confidence in a concert anyway. Yeah. It's well, just any more than that and you just tend to... He had a liter. <laughs> mm, okay. Carry on. <laughs> I think... Yeah, the, the food itself, by the way, um, I'm usually a fairly fussy eater. You I tried a lot of different things, didn't you? I don't like most vegetables apart from raw carrots. I basically everything. Mm. A couple of things I didn't like. You so don't much. like onions, but you had some French onion soup. Yeah, I, I ate about half of the soup usually. You don't like mushrooms, but you ate a mushroom, didn't you? I ate a mushroom because the guy that liked to party a little bit, um, Andrew force me to right but you didn't enjoy that <laughs> no it was kind of we had a few different things that you didn't oh what was the other Vena schnitzel was it or sauerkraut sauerkraut you had some sauerkraut, sauerkraut. I hadn't had sauerkraut before so I wasn't sure what to expect but um mm. that was alright I quite like um dumplings I guess I, sometimes the, the food was very different from what I expected yeah so moving anyway, moving question. on to your, um, your, where was your third concert then your final concert of the tour on the third, Thursday night this week. Third concert was actually in Prague, the city. It right. was at Manor Theatre. Right. Um, is, is that very big or...? No, it's sort of a smaller... It was about uh, 250 seats, apparently. Okay. Yeah. Reasonable, then. Yeah. So, like, I guess, like, a mid-size venue. But Prague's quite got quite a few concert halls because mm. it's got quite a musical background. Yeah, it's culturally quite rich, isn't it? So. Yeah. Well, they had a musician as a prime minister fairly recently, I think. A wise choice. Mm. Let's face it, I couldn't do much worse than Boris Johnson. No. Let's not this is This isn't the Politox... Politox... (laughs) This isn't Breaking Bollocks. This isn't the Politox podcast. I've lost my place now. Yeah, so you're at the the theatre thingy. How how was the crowd there? Was Was it fairly well? Yeah, we... Uh, they tried to get an encore going, I think. All right, okay. But um, they didn't. I, I thought they would come out because I know that they had an encore plan. But there was half of the people were leaving and half the people were kept clapping. Mm. This isn't really a normal thing in the UK for encores, because um, I know Nan said that happened in Venice as well. Yeah. Where people will keep clapping if they want an encore. Yeah. Even that's, if it it looks like the show has ended, they'll keep clapping. Yeah, that that that's that's fairly normal. It just doesn't happen very often. It, it does happen in in Britain, but I think that's they will just keep clapping. Um, yeah, it's very pre-arranged. You sometimes get though. rhythmic clapping. Like I've seen um, Dara Breen do it, where he's explained specifically. Okay, yeah. I'm going to do an encore. There is, yeah, keep there clapping. is. <laughs> there is, yeah. There is a different kind of sometimes. It used to be the case where if people kept clapping for ages and ages and ages, you'd be expected to do an encore. But sometimes people work it into their normal programme, so they'll be out to do the encore. 
within the normal sort of clapping time. Yeah. So like um, when I did AYO, the big country was technically an encore, I think. Yeah. Because it was after people start doing speeches and stuff. But th- that was just the finisher to sort of say, it's okay, almost like it's over. Yeah, it's almost like it would have to be literally like nobody really claps for us to not do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so selling ovations the, always good. Yeah, that, that was in the church. I hope you stood as well then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, in the... Did you find it moving? The concerts? Um... I found chess moving, I guess, because yeah. that's the thing that I had the most interesting. Because right, I I do like some musicals. Uh, there's some of that I'm not too keen on, but anyway, Th- that one that I got sort of stuck backstage and nearly um, knocked over a speaker trying to get back. Into I don't the think crowd. you were on air when we were talking about that. You telling me about that separately. No. Um, so what happened there? So, watching the rehearsal, and then. Um, uh, the, the tour guide informed me like uh, oh people will be coming in at like five so uh, I think I went backstage for water but also just to sort of talk to people and then realised that the door was locked to get back in. I'm not sure if it automatically locked when you just go backstage because it was meant to be that um, Nienna would be in the crowd during the uh, song bit and then go round for chess but mm that door locked so that wasn't happening yeah so I ended up going round like the backstage curtain where there's just like a little bit of space. I've got this image in my head of Spinal Tap at the moment you haven't seen that film have you no I, I just sort of tripped over a speaker does anyone know where the stage is yeah, yeah. It, just wandering around backstage and trying to find your way back it wasn't that big but yeah. um so yeah. The concerts, they were good. They were great. You enjoyed yep. Right. So we're moving on now then to your final day in Prague. You had your only full day of freedom, if you like. I know you had your yeah. mandatory on, River Celebration cruise. Well, on the Wednesday, um, there was a coach into Prague. Right. Okay. Yeah. You, which it rained very heavily. Oh, yeah. I remember that. But I mean, to be clear, on the other days, you could go into Prague yourself on like the public transport and that if yeah. you wanted to. But, um, but yes, this rain incident what happened there so we just sort of um went up to the charles bridge went across that and when was that the one in spider-man for, uh, far from home yeah not, not far from home yeah, Indiana, wisconsin like oh was home yeah far tom from holland's home. been yeah. here yeah. yeah so we just sort of went in a sure, little square that day um <laughs> don't talk about your daughter in that way okay um Jeez, you totally derail everything, don't you? Yeah, yeah, that's my purpose in life. Right. Uh, <laughs> so it had been like a really nice day, and there was just sort of dark cloud looming, and then suddenly we were just on the bridge back to where the coach was meant to be, or meant to pick us up, and it just felt like the river had been dumped on us. It just really <laughs> started heavily raining. <laughs> just out of nowhere and it wasn't warm rain either like we were expecting right just like somebody just, just like a complete a bucket storm. of water yeah <laughs> so we t- took refuge refuge in a little cafe because the pasta place turned us down because we were all wet they turned you down they said no get the fuck yeah, out yeah they put chairs in the way of the door so you couldn't get in so yeah. you're drowning so we went into a little <laughs> cafe that 
but sort of, I think also like slightly a bookstore. I'm not sure. We just got like. Hot I hope you books. gave them the middle finger and said, "Well, fuck you." Then. I think some people tried to go in there. Some the rest of people were just like, "Just keep going." <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's just a storm. Oh, you dick. <laughs> um, yeah, and then we got we went outside because we were waiting because the coach said we're not technically allowed to park here, but um, you'll have to get on quickly. So we went outside in anticipation for that. And then they were half an hour late because apparently um, police had blocked the road where they were going down. Oh, that's nice of them. So you got even wetter? Well, we stood under like, a tree in a phone booth. <laughs> right, okay. So the Friday, what happened then? Yeah, first of all. First of all. The first day, the went Thursday. in on the metro. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was... Um, the, the metro machine don't accept change which was annoying that, just before you carry on this is taking longer than I thought and I really need a piss can I pause it and come back what's well, your podcast you can talk about yeah alright I'll be back and that's the wrong mouse oh for fuck's <laughs> sake we've got um, the laptop for um, googling stuff for breaking bollocks in front of us and we used that one alright stop taking over my podcast well I was just explaining thank you So yeah, moving on, sorry. Right. Thank you for that. The first day we went in the metro with um, a smaller group because the, the coach drew, drew a sort of crowd so we went in with like about six people. Mm-hmm. Um, right. <laughs> we went to see the astronomical clock do its thing. What thing is that? It just sort of rings a bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We also saw a, a wedding come out of the doors there, which is interesting. Okay. Is it, as you do? Yeah, we went to see the old town square, and then we went to a wax museum and a chocolate museum. Chocolate museum sounds good to me. I'm going to have to go to this Prague type of place. <laughs> Prague. <laughs> yeah. Possibly Vienna on the same on a similar kind of trip. Yeah, we, two centre thing. We're trying to sort of. Um, I mean, it was half-jokingly at first, but we're sort of almost seriously doing it now. Mm. I, I don't know what organisation... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. A joint tour between your choir and... Nan yeah, and I think I, I quickly mentioned earlier, my daughter has joined my choir now. Yes. My choir! And, um, yeah, we, we might at some point go on tour um, together. Who knows? But uh, Vienna is, yeah. like, the, the cap- musical capital of the world, to those not in the know. So... But yeah, Prague. Pra- Prague's pretty major. In yeah, music. yeah, it's yeah, definitely music an appropriate, wise. an appropriate double center kind of thing if you can if you can do it. Um, um, quite a notable thing is there was a concert hall that um, Mozart premiered Don Giovanni and oh right okay and Dvorak and Smetana from there as well. So. Yeah, yeah, Hungary um, is one of those. What Hungary? Dvorak's Czech, isn't he? Dvorak is, yeah, but Hungary is Smetna's Hungarian. Are they? Smetna's Hungarian, yeah. Well, they did compositions about my country. Yeah, my but blast. musicians aren't. Um... Czech composer. Oh. You're f- maybe thinking of Brahms? Who, who's the other one then? Oh, Brahms is Hungarian, yeah. Yeah. Um, did, yeah. Who, who was the other one you mentioned just then? Dvorak. Dvorak. Well, both... he re- he, Dvorak did some Hungarian dances. No, that was Brahms. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, he was Czech as well. 
Yeah, they're, they're buried in a cemetery in Prague. Dvo- so you'd Dvorak wrote some Hungarian dances. I. He definitely wrote some Hungarian dances. Hungarian dances are by Brahms. Oh, for fuck's sake. Who did... I feel like I'm a dunce now. <laughs> I went to one of the top music colleges in the world and I'm shit. Um, I, it's fine. I know this from a video game. There is No, there is... Um, oh, I'm thinking Slavonic dances. Okay. Why, um, That's... What does Slavonic mean? Slavic. Kind of. <laughs> I thought it had something to do with slaves. No. Oh, right. Okay. Slavic. Yeah. Slavonia. Slavonia? That's completely... I mean, that's not Slovenia, is it? Well, etymologically... Let's um, carry on. I might edit all that Slovenia's out. Slovenia's related I'm not going to edit like it out. Slavic home, kind of. Same as Slovakia. So Friday. I didn't, fin- I didn't finish completely on the first... Whatever, but I've it basically explained. Anyway, Friday... Yeah. <laughs> we went... This was the day where we had loads of time. We had. Like did you go hours. bowling at the hotel? We did. When was day. that? That was a Friday. During the day. Yeah. Right. Okay. Did you go? You went swimming as well at the hotel. Sounds like a great we, hotel. We did that on Tuesday. Yeah. When we didn't go out. Yeah. Still um, recovering from the journey, probably at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Friday, we went straight away to try go up to see the castle. Right, the castle. Is there a big famous castle in Prague? Prague Castle, yes. Oh, it's just called Prague Castle, right, okay. In Czech, it's Praský Hrad, which is just translated to um, Prague, Prague Castle. Castle. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, we're in a big group that day, because that was the day that you got to um, explore, basically, Prague properly. Mm. So, some people that hadn't been on, on Wednesday, been in on Wednesday went their own way and then some people that had so like maybe I don't know 12 people maybe um, went up now we were debating whether we would actually climb the steps up to uh, the top of a hill because mm. we weren't actually necessarily sure what the castle was at first because it doesn't really look like a castle right um, we saw this bit at the top of a hill that looked sort of castle so we went up to the cable car there, and then it ended up being a huge walk elsewhere. Right. We saw the fake Eiffel Tower there, which okay. is the top of that hill. There's one of those in Las Vegas. Yeah, but this isn't like blatantly Eiffel Tower. It just sort of looks kind of like the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> is it an electricity pylon? I don't know. You can climb up it. You can climb up it? Yeah. We didn't because we were in a big group and they okay. didn't really want to. Okay. Um, so we went to the ch- uh, castles or um, changing of the guards. Mm-hmm. Then we went down a very long hill. We kind of got separated because we stopped for a drink on that hill. Was the hill longer than the one that you went up? Probably not because it kind of... The Prague's a kind of hilly sort of... It's kind of... If you don't know what Prague's like, go wobbly. watch Spider-Man Far From Home. It's kind of wobbly. Okay. As I say. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Get on to the evening. We stopped for a drink, got some lemonade, and we lost some of the people. Then we went to the Old Town Square again. We kind of got lost on our own because we separated from another group of people. Right. To go to Nam Namesti Republicski, which is like the boundary between Old Town and New Town. Anyway, evening. Yes. 
We also went to Hamleys, which has a slide oh. down in it. Yeah, I was surprised to see that there's a Hamleys there. I don't know why. Um, Do you also Hamleys. have DNA, which... DNA? I don't know. There's an old store. D&T? HMV? No. It was DNA. CNA. 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 Yeah, there I remember saying that, yeah. Yeah, they had CNA there, which excited old people. <laughs> yeah, I suppose it's like the old Primark. <laughs> I don't know. It um, kind of, I, well, I say the old Primark, it's probably sort of halfway between the old Primark, between Primark and Debenhams, but, you know. Right. A, um, a clothes shop. <laughs> yeah, they had a slide down in Ham- Anyway, Department evening, shop. you wanted to know about the evening. I did. Um, so we went on a river cruise, which actually was less of a cruise than we were hoping, because we kind of stopped for quite a while whilst we got a buffet. Right. Th- th- this wasn't just you, was it? Was there other people on the cruise as well? Or was it just was it a private? It was of... just the people on the tour and the staff of the boat. Oh, right. It was a private booking then. Yeah. Right. Cool. Well, there wouldn't be enough space. Otherwise. Right. It's quite a small boat then. Um. No, there was just quite a fair amount of people on the tour. It was. It was sort of like a. Riverboat, I guess. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Did anyone get pissed? Um, Andrew, the guy I mentioned before, bought a <laughs> Why am I not bottle of Prosecco to pass around the group. Everyone was meant to have a sip, but I had two. Cause Ooh, someone else you rebel. Up, someone else ended up picking it up to pass around. Right. So they gave it to us again, not realising. Yeah. It's as much as you can get in a, when you're in public. <laughs> Anyway. Uh, they also popped the cork, which I hadn't seen before. Popped the cork? They popped the cork on the boat. Have you never seen a a, no. a bottle of fizzy being popped? Uh, no. Ah. Interesting. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, that was a bit excitable. <laughs> we had a bit of a sing-along uh, what did you going sing? on. Well, they sing some things from the choir. <laughs> they went back to work, basically. <laughs> Well, they they do. Um, you'll be back, which um, yeah, Carl very much enjoys from Hamilton. Yes, mm-hmm. he's the king. Is he? So he got a crown. Yeah, I part. I can see him as a king actually. Yeah, he got a crown. Yeah. What was that? It was part of his props, or? Well, everyone on everyone got like a sort of participation trophy. Yeah, kind yeah. of. Um, mm-hmm. But he specifically got a crown. They didn't do a wooden spoon, did they? No. Wooden spoon? No, it tends to be more in theatre circles, but at the end of a week of productions, you tend to get a wooden spoon award for somebody who's made the biggest cock-up. Oh, an award no. for it. No. Um, the biggest cock-up would be to the person that got lost twice, but to be honest. Okay. <laughs> they were a child, technically. Oh, so we'd be a bit cruel then, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but technically... You're a child. Yeah, but I wasn't counted as... Like, I wasn't treated as a child on that tour. Right. I was given a job. Oh. So, where do we finish? Where do we go next? Right. And we also had a bit of a sing-along going on the way back. What was the food like? The food... Um, so, the first night back, we got to pick our own food because it was a buffet. Um, then, like I said, it's it was different from what we necessarily expected like one night everything was different from what we were told it was going to be mm. like two every like they read the rock menu basically right 
But yeah, I, I liked it surprisingly because there was a lot of vegetables that I don't normally like. I right. don't know, maybe it's just Czech cooking that I like. Maybe, maybe. Sometimes just being on holiday, being away, it's just more of an adventure and you're willing to try different things that you might yeah. not necessarily. Um, well, it's sort of like the either I eat it or I don't get anything, so. Well, there's that, yeah. yeah. They also had chicken steak, which I've not had before. Alright, oh, okay. Is that not schnitzel? No, um, it's just particularly sort of, I guess, gamey chicken. Okay, cool. Someone thought it was pork, actually. So then you came back on the Saturday? Yes, I had the piss incident. Another another long, long coach journey. How did you feel about those long coach journeys? Tired. I barely slept I didn't sleep at all on the did way did you there. find the I slept the, for like maybe half an hour on, on the journey there did you find that an it was an effective maybe. way to bond with the people that you were yeah on holiday with that you'd not met before D- definitely yeah so by the time you got there you I knew everyone yeah mm. well by the end of the trip I definitely knew everyone because we had a little bit of time with everyone mm. but uh, on the way there it did what I was meant to do we bonded with everyone yeah mm-hmm um, on the way back d- so did- like when we stopped in Luxembourg plenty of people were willing to buy me a coffee even cool. though they cool. barely knew me oh, that's always good yeah especially since um, we didn't have much change so right we couldn't really I did notice on the itinerary there was something about on the Saturday evening on the way back there was going to be a, a quiz is that right yeah there was uh, half of a quiz on, on the, the way on the bus alright oh, right, okay ha- the other half of the quiz on the way back mm. I think we got like second on the way there, maybe third on the way back. Cool, cool. And like, um, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that by the timing wise, did you get breakfast on the ferry on the way back? Yes. Uh, although, so been up, did you sleep much on the way back? No. So you'd have been knackered then. Yeah. A, Which a very is, um, dazed ferry journey. There's a lot of like scouts tours going to France that on the way there. Mm. I ended up queuing for a cooked breakfast line because I didn't realise that you could just skip straight to the fucking croissants. <laughs> so I ended up behind this huge group of fucking scouts and just really fucking pissed off. And I'm just like, on my own. There is this like when you just when getting had, like, a couple of, of weird looks because I'm 16. Of, I'm just sort of like when you've had one of them long journeys and it's like I'm early in the morning dead. and you're knackered and you know you're within a few hours of home. It's just this kind of dazed, almost kind of stoned kind of. I was just I was removed. just staring down these people because they're the sort of people that would give me shit at school. I was just like, <laughs> I'm here on my own. Fuck you. <laughs> And um, so when you got back, um, you'd so you'd have got back home what, on the Sunday afternoon, and then you flew back here on the Monday, didn't you? Yeah. Not much time. So, so overall, I'll have. I'll, it was a great experience. I'll have stories to tell for generations. I'm kind of jealous because I mean I've been on these tours before, and I knew you, I knew you'd have a, a great time, um, and I'm hoping the next time I'll be able to join you. Maybe with my tribe of reprobates, mm. who who my audience know as one voice singers. There's, there's a lot of um, characters on our tour. Yeah, although I think um, that's the thing about music, isn't it? It brings together people from all different walks of life. Nan has said uh, because perfect resonance that was her choir. That's not really going anymore. Uh, no, no. 
she's she's um beginning to make moves on starting a new smaller group she'll be 70 she's 76 now isn't she she's born yeah. in 1943 so she's getting on a bit that's not bad going, is it? A 76-year-old organising yeah. a tour. That Venice one that I was talking tour. about was meant to be her last tour. Yeah, that, that was, was, but that was... Like 11 years ago or yeah, something. Yeah, but already she's talking about wanting to do another one. And I think this is one of the things that happens with musicians. Is, I think they were joking. A similar thing happens with... No, well, she's not, she, though. She's been in touch with me and she's talking about it. it oh, really? And it's the same similar sort of thing happens with actors. Anything that's a vocation, you don't really tend to retire from no because what else is there to do if it's your life's passion well like um you, you don't stop doing going what you enjoy, on you do. that coach journey she said that was the first time in a while that she'd had a day without practice yeah yeah i could learn something from that <laughs> <laughs> you don't you have a job so well that's the thing i mean she lives on her own with a cat and, and she's a pensioner she, yeah, and she, I mean, apart from... She did from, have a teaching career before that. Apart from, um, you know, going on holidays quite often, um, she she pretty much, she does, she does take some private lessons. Um, yeah. She, she's been, I've interviewed her before on here. She's taught loads of people on tour. Yeah. Which, weird, which is weird. She won weird an award. A lot, um, a lot of them knew us, even though we'd never met them, just from stories that she'd told them whilst she taught them. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember what it was, but she won some kind of um, special um, award in Northamptonshire um, a few years back for one of these, you know, one of these kind of um, dedicated citizen kind of yeah special kind of award things. I don't know what it was, but she's definitely a big part of the community there. So that that I suppose is is uh, she's she's my role model really. Mm. So this yeah. is nearly an hour long. It is. Are you comfortable with this for your podcast? Yeah, I think we'll fuck off now though because I feel like watching some comedy. Yeah. Do you have any more questions about the tour? Would you go again? Are you coming with oh, us next time? Definitely. You enjoyed it. It was worthwhile. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Something we've got in common now, because I've been on a few tours with with Mum or Nan, as you know her. I mean, whilst whilst I'm not doing the music part, I I did have a responsible role. To be clear, there were a few people who are now sort of my age with kids of their own that went on this tour who were on tour with me at your age and knew things about me. That you've been in relationships with. There was people in that person maybe but that you've been in a relationship with I don't think there was was there yeah I'll tell you afterwards but don't want to name names relationship it depends what you mean by relationship really well they <laughs> specifically told us because like after each concert we, should we stop now and um, no after each concert and, we, uh, and, I'll, after, and I'll, I'll, I'll speak to you again sometime in the future after each concert Bye. we went to the bar <laughs> And sort of had Musicians a, a do wind that. down. Musicians don't do that. Well, not everyone drank, but um, Andrew <laughs> gave me a Russian coffee. Well, they're nice, they are. Vodka. Was it a proper one, black with the float of cream on top? No, not with a float of cream. Oh, right, black. Okay. Um, but like people exchange stories. And, um, and this person was telling them how they failed their GCSEs because they were with you when they were meant to be studying. 
I, wonder that, I don't think that was a relationship thing, though. Well, it was, it was some no, kind of I, relationship. I don't, no, no, seriously, I don't think there was anyone on that tour that I've been in what you would think of as a relationship with. I may have been at some parties with them, but we there was nobody on that tour that I wasn't just, like, really good friends with. And nothing more. Okay. Well. I think... I'll ask you afterwards. Yeah, you perhaps better. After we turned off the recording. Yeah. Okay. But um, yeah, so the baton is passed down, and uh, I'm sure there'll be other tours with other organisations for you. Yeah. Well, um, even just without um, you guys um, doing AYO, because I'm planning to go back to that next year. I don't know necessarily what the future holds for me, but if I go. Back. See, depending on how quickly it progresses, also they um, tend to do that once every three years. There's also Grampians last year, isn't there? They're a bit more advanced, but they they did a tour this year. Yeah, I think they do tours quite often, though. But that's like grade six and seven. Yeah, I'm nowhere near that. So yet, but um, it'll be uni when I get to that if I do. Yeah, but I I mean, a lot of these youth workers should take people up to a kind of university age. You never know. Anyway. Yeah, there were several university people then. Oh, I keep knocking my mic, I'm shit. Right, let's go and watch some comedy. And, and thank you very much for padding out my episode, because I had fuck all else going on this week, apart from Crossfire mm. this fortnight. Okay, um, cool. <laughs> so, uh, we're in good company. I, I'm and, a uh, very talkative person, apparently. Yeah, that, that was a... That, thank you. Uh, I don't know what the next clip's going to be. Uh, I don't know what... This is going out next Monday, isn't it? So, um, yeah, I'll probably have a chat with you in the car on the way to the limit gig at the weekend. But apart from that, got yeah. tomorrow, and uh, we're going to fuck off and watch some funny stuff now. I Drink guess. more beer because that's this what a responsible your... parent does. Yeah, this is your podcast, so you can. Wrap I can it cut up. you off at my will. Saturday 17th of August, the last day of this fortnight. Not much extra going on except I thought I'd pop back in to, to just to ooh, just just to, to vent my potential excitement at some news. Um, I'm on my way to a wedding uh, gig with the limit. Um, at a place called Fask Castle in Fetakern, which is about um, an hour and 20 minutes drive, but I've got to go up the car and uh, fill up my tummy as well on the way um, that's all by the by but I, I've had a I've had a bit of a well I wouldn't characterize it as a down day I'm shattered absolutely knackered and I was actually worried earlier because my granddaughter's over for the weekend and she decided she was going to get up at like half past six this morning so I've been awake since then and I'm going to be awake till two o'clock tonight <laughs> but so I've been on a, on a one of those days where you just you don't really stop you just kind of doing stuff all day and um there's been poor patrol on the telly and 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 this youtube channel called the engineering family the fucking their last videos had 3.8 million views since about two days ago or something ridiculous my daughter looked up their net worth and they're like worth 10 million dollars and you, you look at you look at it, and I mean, I, they obviously put a lot of work into what they do, um, and the guy obviously knows exactly what he's doing. It looks like they've pretty much got a studio, uh, you know, a, a film studio in their in their back garden kind of thing. 
but uh, <clears throat> it's inspired me anyway. I'm not going to go too much about that. It's inspired me. Um, I mean, I know I say their net worth is 10 million, but it's not for money that I'm interested in doing any of this. Um, but it is partly to try to provide a bit of entertainment for people. If people want to listen to or watch whatever I do, then that's that's what my job is really. So um, I thought I might, uh, well what I've been doing today, I've been tidying up um, another existing YouTube channel I've got. I've, I have the gaming, uh, mainly the gaming and the uh, sort of breaking bollocks and, and I've got Breaking Dad official channel with my son, Theo, um, otherwise known as Fireball. And that's going to keep going as it is. But I thought it might be a good idea for me to um, set up a separate channel for myself, um, purely to post all of my music-related stuff. Um, there's already four videos on it because it's on an old channel that I had that I haven't used for years. Um, but had some clips on it from Crossfire and The Limit, actually. A couple of Limit promo videos and uh, a couple of Crossfire um, live recordings. And I've set up a couple of extra playlists on it and I thought, do you know what? It would be pretty easy to turn this podcast into a vlog. So that's what I'm gonna do. Because I record all this, most of this, uh, in the car, um, just with the, with the audio recorder on my phone, and it'd be just as easy to turn that into a video camera and, and edit it in Logic instead of uh, doing it all in. Well, I say Logic. That's that. No, Final Cut. That's it. I edit in Logic already because that's the audio one. Anyway, um, so yeah, I'm I'm basically. Um, you, I mean, it was always the it was always the intention when I started doing this podcast that I would get myself into practice, really, into the frame of mind for kind of presenting something and feeling comfortable talking to absolute strangers or nobody at all, just kind of recording my thoughts, talking bollocks, um, and just kind of preserving for, for later on in life things that I think and do um, to do with my life. And it was always it was almost always my intention to kind of use that as a build-up to, because I, I always wanted to get into vlogging, really. Um, live streaming was was the thing that got me interested in the first place but to be honest with you there's too many hazards for that especially with me being on the road if you've got a, if you've got a stationary studio um, where you've got everything set up and it's you know you've got your stable internet connection and you, all your equipment's optimized great but unless you unless you've got a lot of money and a lot of production um, equipment and a lot of time and probably a crew as well doing decent quality live streaming on the road is uh, is a bit of a challenge so um, not that this is going to be particularly decent quality on YouTube but at least I'll be able to edit it a bit and weed out the crap so basically I'm as of next episode hopefully I am going to be recording this in video format um, and as soon as I finish talking to you I'm going to go and record my first video clip which will work as a trailer for the channel. Um, my channel, I'm not quite sure how it how it's named because, see I used to have this project going called, uh, or plans for this project called the, the, the Digital Orchestra. I had, I had a, a stage name of the Digital Pianist which I use for promoting going out and playing my electric keyboard for weddings and stuff like that. 
not so much using that anymore. I just kind of go out under my own name really now. Um, but I also had something called the Digital Orchestra reserved as a, as a domain name for uh, for doing like sort of electronically produced instrumental music. Um, and I, I've always meant to resur resurrect that. Uh, now that is back in the days when YouTube let you pick your own channel name without having 10,000 subscribers or whatever you have to have now. Um, so I actually, I actually have a channel uh, which is um, youtube.com forward slash the digital orc with a with an h o-r-c-h but it's my name on the channel paul brill and the header just says paul brill music so i don't know why it's going to be you know it's just it's just that, that that'll be the url i'll put links and stuff in um so yeah i i, I noticed as well even though I've been, I've been quite down today because i've been so shattered um as i was loading the car I was gradually picking up in mood as I was thinking about the gig, so it's clear. It's clear I. Uh, I just need to. I just need to be up, you know, out and playing and and doing stuff. So, so there's going to be all sorts on there. There's there'll be a playlist which will just be um, rehearsal footage, fly on the wall kind of style. Um, there'll be a playlist which is gig footage, same again, sort of fly on the wall. I'll just stick my phone at the side and record stuff. There'll be a fold. There'll be a playlist which is um, sort of specially edited, kind of promotional stuff. And uh, you know, there'll be there'll be there'll be a vlog playlist. That'll be what this is. So essentially, that's going to start. I don't know what episode are we on now? Is this fourteen or fifteen? Anyway, the next episode will be the starting episode number um, for that. And uh, what else am I going to stick in there? I don't know. Just whatever I think I'm putting in there. It'll encourage me to do stuff. Oh yeah, I'll probably do some, uh, just some kind of uh, properly kind of mixed sort of piano performances and stuff. I don't know. I'll make. I'll just. I'll just make it what it is. You know. I'll make it what it will be. Um, but for now, um, this podcast's going video, baby. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.